0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuning in to Red Pill Tamales. Uh, we about to talk about a bunch of deep stuff in a fun way because, bro, I'll be getting stressed out thinking about all the stuff going on. Like, you know, people selling out the Americans, bro. They selling us out from every angle. But, hey, shout out to San Antonio, brother. Um, Amazing weekend. Six great shows. Packed shows. You guys showed out. Dude, Sunday was packed. Thursday was packed. Saturday was completely sold out. Friday was to the gills.
1: Thursdays and Sundays were surprising because Thursdays and Sundays, bro, those are usually like, for any shows, are usually like pretty pretty light. Pretty
0: light, but it made all the world of a difference. Uh, Man, I really, really felt the love. I can't wait for next year. Um. Just looking forward to it. And we just added a couple little dates, man. Anybody who who missed out on the shows in Corpus Christi, like in February, like way earlier this year, we're coming back, man. We're going to come back and we're going to mix up some things and throw in some new stuff and, you know, tweak a couple things. So it's going to be a a still going to be a fresh show. But I really want to encourage everybody who who didn't who wasn't able to make it the last time.
1: So, make sure you guys watching this. If you're from Corpus Christi, you know somebody from Corpus Christi, you have a friend in Corpus Christi, let them know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he started saying Corporate Crippy. Crippy Crippy. How do you sign Corpus some Christi? <laughs> gang, some gang stuff. <laughs> Crippy Crippy. Uh, yeah, shout out to that. Corporate Crippy. Yeah, I'm going to be out there, man. Uh, we're going to be out there. I think Mighty Soul is going to be out there. Yeah. That alone. That alone, because bro, they be like, "Where's Muddy Soul? I'm a fan of your wife. When's your wife coming? Why you don't bring your wife? Where's your, your wife show, at? But where's your wife? Like, she's the real show. <laughs> exactly. They're like, bring the family. I might throw her up there. I might just oh, have dang. to throw her up there because she needs to greet her people. Like, can we, I might bring her up. Like, y'all always in my grill at the meet and greet. Why your wife ain't here? You know what, babe? Come up here and say hello real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, say what's we on. have a podcast together. It's called that alone. We we gonna mix up the show. Corpus Christi, we'll see you soon. Uh, I might be doing New Braunfels Thanksgiving Wednesday. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. But y'all just stay tuned. We appreciate the love. New merch about to drop. New merch on the way for the website. Uh, But let's get into it, man. Red Pilt the RPT. So, let me ask you about this, brother. Uh, Should America take in a whole bunch of refugees? Because now you just got people being displaced and a lot of war and atrocity and and stuff like that Hi, what do you think man should we just bring in people from war-torn countries uh
1: no i mean i right <laughs> now it, it's honestly it, look and, and i i know people are gonna be like dang juan you changed but it's like no
0: like i mean right now we are full we're full and hey, we're broke Hey, we're full we're and full. we're broke
1: we're full, <laughs> full uh like dude like yeah with with everything that's happening it's almost cuz like this is turning into like a tactic honestly it's cuz honestly we don't know what's happening we don't like we see all the people coming in and they're not they're not you know Mexicans or anything like that like a lot of them are from all different countries 160 like, countries just putting it in there if you just put your thinking caps on like if this is some type of new aged uh type of warfare as mm-hmm. far as like you know how that whenever guerrilla warfare was a big tactic back in in early days and stuff like that in history of wars. And then now you're looking at uh, this could be like the new like taking advantage of the culture and saying like, OK, well, this is how we fight these wars. Now we use their, you know, we use their sympathy. We use our use mm-hmm. different things that you've built around this culture mm-hmm. of being like all inclusive to like sneak your people in almost like the trojan horse Mm -hmm. and and this is how this could be how they're invading us and until we get until we figure out what that confusion is like of like okay so we have gotten people in here we need to start exiting people out and figuring out a strategy to get that taken care of because right now if that's the game plan we can be taking everybody in like right now we need to close the borders yeah Get people back out that don't need to be here, especially ones that are on watch lists Mm -hmm. and get those motherfuckers out. Put them in jails, whatever you got to do to prevent anything from happening on our soil.
0: Yeah. And that's actually a perfect segue into the next topic. But I just want to say that um, I agree. I think you 100 percent right. Uh, Not to mention that. Part of what you were describing about Trojan horse and different types of warfare, they got this thing called unrestricted warfare. I recommend y'all look into it. There's books on it. Maybe, I don't know, do a little research. But unrestricted warfare is basically like some people, I think when they say fifth generation, that's like another similar way of saying it. But it just means like, you know, buy off some politicians, you know, get a couple spies mixed in, uh, economic warfare, uh, infrastructure you know attack them from all angles culturally um what else uh chemical biological you mm-hmm. know it's basically like there are no rules and we're playing this this long chess game some of these countries bro they've been beefing for 5000 years mm-hmm. and they you know the west and the east and all this stuff and religions and territories and land and should you be a state should you not are you legitimate like like even like um like China, they had their dynasties, you mm-hmm. know, and they had beef with the british over over this and the trade, and then you had opiate wars, so for example, all the fentanyl coming in, and three hundred Americans dying a day, arguably that's chemical warfare, you mm-hmm. know what I mean there's economic warfare
1: and and I'm gonna say this because I don't remember if I said this on a on, on the patreon or not, but I'll say it again uh. Y'all have to get your mindsets right as far as like like being about America, because I know there's a lot of people that like live in America that are like, yeah, but we need to worry about other countries and you know like the, sometimes it's stolen land. Some, some of y'all talk shit about America, yeah. but like not understanding like okay, you're gonna like you're gonna talk shit about America, but understand something like of why we're even in power and understanding like. We dropped nukes on people. and <laughs> We became like the superpower. You know what I mean? Like like we didn't do it like we had like the di- dollar. We did we didn't do it like uh, uh diplomatically like in certain ways of like we we have a we have a better high standard of moral values than everybody yeah. else is like no no no. We got in power through some crazy shit. So I'm just telling you guys that to understand like When you try to take this whole moral high ground of like, you know, we gotta save everybody, we gotta go to other countries and we gotta be big brother on everybody, it's like, yo, y'all need to chill out with some of that because it's like we we can't get here like that. Like
0: Not only that, but like we're gonna we're gonna mess around and we're gonna end up being a third world country. mm -hmm. Like the dollar is falling off. You got we're pushing all of our enemies to be friends like you were supposed to keep russia away from china but you you forcing everybody together you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um other countries they're not playing fair because they got people all up in the uh, like twitter staff the Mm -hmm. old twitter twitter 1.0 before 90 percent of the people got fired and they got new ownership or whatever yeah um i think like the saudis were like deeply rooted in there now there's new reports that now, I'm going to watch what I say because I know this is the public episode, mm-hmm. but like at the Pentagon, y'all can look into it. There was like high up officials that were double agents working for Qatar or Qatar, however you want to say it. And so it's almost like really, really complex. But through all this complexity... Of this war, because obviously I'm not no war historian, but I am paying attention enough to to have a, a bullshit detector. In other words, they're going to be using fake stuff. They're going to use propaganda. They're going to use psychological operations. That's what militaries do, do. That's what America has done in other countries to stabilize them. We didn't like their leader. They weren't playing friendly with us. So we put a little media hit piece and started getting the hearts and minds of the people to do what america's interests were um so basically don't fall for the okie doke um kids are dying on both sides bro i gotta watch what i say right because algorithm but like there's atrocities happening there's a whole bunch of bad stuff and at the same time don't let them use that against you for example why should we take all the refugees when you got all these arab countries it's an Arab problem for the most part, not to mention Netanyahu, uh, Bibi, he wasn't showing trompitas no love. Mm-hmm. He, he backstabbed trompitas after everything, after all the billions we send over there for their defense. And then their, their military done got woke, dropped the ball, and it looked like somebody high up uh, intended for all this turmoil to happen. Like, basically, they setting it off, y'all. Mm -hmm. They setting it off. They like, Hey man, set it off. And Americans are in the slumber walking, sleepwalking into the WW tray.
1: Well, yeah, we need to help them. Yeah, yeah, we need to do this. It's just, like, yeah. No, 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 no. They no,
0: want no, no, you to no. pick a side, and then another country controls the TikTok algorithm. So whatever they want to make you feel,
1: hey, put your flags up on your profile yeah. picture. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Now, pick a side. Hey, now, now we gotta be. Uh, now you gotta put uh, Israel's flag up. Now, yeah. now take down the Ukraine one. Or hey, now put
0: on the, uh, wait the. Wait a minute. Israel. Are you a terrorist sympathizer like, or like? Wait, are you anti-Semitic and this and that?
1: Yeah, and the, and the thing is, is that you guys gotta understand like dude we do need to fix the. like the only reason we're a superpower is because like we we had that rule and now they're trying to make us a lot weaker and if we're stretched so thin yeah doing this and this and then mm. we just get punched in the mouth it's yeah. like bro you,
0: you trying to send money everywhere meanwhile america's falling off man we got a lot of our own problems and uh, we
1: still haven't heard anything for a while for Hawaii. I'm Hawaii. Just I, you know, some of y'all forgot about that. Hawaii. Uh, some of y'all just talking about all kinds
0: of like stupid shit. Like, yeah, y'all worried about the Kardashians. But hey, J. it's all good. It, all that stuff. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Which we're going to talk about on Cafesita Times. Yeah, so tune in. No, um, nah, but it's all good. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world. And I, 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 I was thinking to myself when I was dropping off the kids at school, it's like, How do we eat? Because we're comedians at the end of the day. So it's like, how do we ease into these types of topics and just make it obviously like still got to be entertaining because we aren't the authority on like tell you what. We just like talking about it and paying attention. And I almost feel like let's take a moment to just check our stress levels. You know what I mean? Because we're on caffeine. You see the headlines. (laughs) I have no room to talk about Juan C4s because as much coffee as I drink, like strong espresso, bread uh, pill blend, get yours now. Still like 90 milligrams,
1: big dog. Honestly, it's like 200. Honestly, I, w- I want
0: to ask uh, Aaron from Grind Ops Coffee Co., the people we collab with to make our coffee. And I want to ask him, uh, hey man, how many milligrams of caffeine do you think? Because we sell the fine ground, mm-hmm. so you could put it in your espresso pot. But let's just take a moment to like assess our stress levels and anxiety like gotta keep the faith man you know you gotta stay focused and you gotta stay vigilant and um and you gotta stay ready you know what i mean have your little bag ready just in case something pop up have you some little pew pews you know what i'm talking about have some beans for your pew pews um but this is a good segue into trump's agenda 47 we could put it up on the screen all right So in case you guys missed it, uh, Trump has been putting out these Agenda 47 where he basically says what policy he has a plan to do what got to be done. So this one here was posted about his plan to keep jihadists and their sympathizers out of America. That sounds pretty common sense to me. Like you don't want jihadists all up in your community, bro. I think that's pretty safe to say. Uh, I think maybe the argument from the left might be like. People are going to be labeled jihadists. And just because they have a certain complexion or accent or last name, they're going to be singled out. And this is like a red flag law for the sympathizers. All right. So his plan is to reinstate and expand Trump travel ban on entry from terror plagued countries, territories and places. It makes sense to me because Biden and them, they undid the travel ban and the media called him racist for even having a travel ban. Uh, reimplement a full suspension of State Department refugee resettlement. In other words, what Obama did when he was like, Somalia going through some shit. All right, bring me a couple million, drop them off in Minneapolis. Send a whole bunch of like people from terror-friendly places and put them in Dearborn, Michigan. All right, implement strong ideological screening for all immigrants. To the U.S., sympathy for jihadists, Hamas, or Hamas ideology will be automatically disqualifying. Makes sense. Aggressively deport resident aliens with jihadist sympathies. Why not? Uh, revoke the student visas of radical anti-American and anti-Semitic foreigners at colleges and universities. I think now's a good time to say, "Hey, man, if you don't want to be here." <laughs> uh, Proactively send ICE to pro-jihadist demonstrations to enforce our immigration laws and remove the violators from our country. Um, it goes on and on. Invoke the Alien Enemies Act to accelerate domestic deportations. Basically, try to get them up out of here. What you think, brother? Are they going to ha- uh, raise hell about it?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to attack him no matter they're gonna what. They're going to say like, he's this is like, Islamophobic.
0: Yeah, that's going to be like a halt. Transphobic. That's going to be a feel game for the left, that's all. It's like, like They're going like, to see that,
1: they're going to be like, oh my gosh, how could he do this? Even
0: though they changed their tone on the wall because they're seeing that like, bro... By the way, I heard like... Um, when they be bussing, like like they be bussing when when uh, when uh, DeSantis, I, that's why I can never have a job on Blaze TV or something because they like you cannot say they be bussing, <laughs> when when Ron DeSantis, uh, commenced to extract, uh, migrants mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them illegal aliens, putting them putting them on buses, sending them to New York or whatever. That's taxpayer money, bro. So like. I know Texas man when they go down there to put the barbed wire, that's probably taxpayer money for d p s because the federal government isn't doing their best to protect uh our borders, even though we worried about Ukraine's borders and israel's borders so um yeah man, they're gonna call him all kind of racist
1: like they're just gonna use they're just gonna use it for an excuse to be to call him the racist thing, even though like you know, anytime the left is like, you gotta put your mask on, like that's fine. But, like, whenever it comes to something like this, it's like, okay, we gotta stop these people from coming over. It's like, oh, no, no, like, you're we being don't radical. That.
0: You're being radical enforcing laws, getting potential terrorists out. What? But, but look, <laughs> unfortunately, bro, unfortunately, when something really, really bad, when, when some of those people in those cells, those sleeper cells, and when they get the green light to set it off that's when the discussion is gonna when trump's gonna look more correct and like you know what we probably should have had a travel ban like you know maybe we should have deported some of those people or paid attention more i don't think it's gonna be as obvious
1: like because like like something tells me base and something tells like okay what tells me this is is like the whole trail, train derailment at the beginning of the year they made it look like an accident like and it's like If you have all these splinter cells everywhere, and and I'm just saying that there's probably splinter cells everywhere. Yeah, there are. Like, the thing to do is to to keep the confusion going and to keep the border open is if you are going to do anything crazy, they're trying to make it look like, oh, like natural accidents, natural... Oh, -hmm. that was a coincidence that that blew up or that did happen, not... Okay, until we're ready, until they're ready to start war. Because then, when that happened, what happened with um, in the Middle East? No, but like remember Israel. back in the day, it's like okay. all of a sudden they declared war, and it's like when the U.S. deploys and they bring us together. When they do that kind of stuff, it's like let's do that. But if it's confusion, and if oh, it's I know like, what you mean. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean. Like like nine eleven. If
1: we if we're like oh, you want to attack us on our home soil? Uh, this was going to happen. You know, we we get we get our shit together. So if you can confuse us, like. Well, we don't know. And, you know, well, you know, we, maybe. <laughs> Un-
0: Unfortunately, we get our shit together and we get patriotic and then they put out the, you know, yellow ribbon and then you got to stand with the troops. And then they're like, you stand with the troops? And everyone's like, yeah, you against terrorism and people attacking our freedom? It's like, yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to Iraq. Uh, check this out, man. It's some oil over there and they got WMD. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, whoa, it's like, what do I do with all this patriotism? And I want some retribution. Um but, yeah, man, it's an interesting play, like, the infrastructure terrorism. It's like death by a thousand cuts. So
1: Yeah, so, like, y'all have to pay <laughs> attention because not everything's going to be coincidence. Like, y'all need to be able to discern, like, huh, let me really look at this. Because the way I think they're playing dirty is because they know, like, okay, anytime anybody goes out to the U.S., they get fucked up. So, if there is something that's going on, it's probably more than likely going to be like, huh, that was a weird coincidence that that whatever blew up? Or, or that's a weird coincidence that another train derailed? Or, oh, this weird coincidence that they can't go in this area anymore yeah. because of whatever. It's yeah, like...
0: Just death by a thousand cuts. Mm. You know, and, and another thing, too, is that when Trompitas was in charge, the previous administration, um, he was doing surgical strikes on big leaders, like uh, the, the the Persian dude, Iranian, Soleimani. He, he did a and, like, only killed them. Like, it wasn't... Just innocent people, you know, blowing up whole villages and stuff. It was literally like, I'm ready to pull the trigger now. Meaning, meaning like, he kept all these groups at bay, and he did it by taking out just the heads of the snake. Like, he wasn't trying to put Americans in danger of trying to go door-to-door in urban combat. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Trompitas. That's why Waka Flocka endorsed him. Mm -hmm. The rapper Waka Flocka... uh, you know, he's a gamer now, bro. He's like I mean, super into gaming, bro. I
1: mean, it, the money people making on Twitch. Man, gamers
0: too, hey, bro, Shit. why the hey. hell? Man, look, as soon as my <laughs> wife gets back, <laughs> hey, check we this mean,
1: out. a game plan. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, babe, babe, babe. Look, okay, we made a whole presentation yeah. of why I need to play video games. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, she's gonna, she's gonna knock on the door, and, and I'm gonna be like, move her out the way. Like, oh, I thought you was Amazon. I just ordered a PS, <laughs> PS, whatever number they're on. Oh, dude. PS fifteen. uh I don't know. I don't keep up. But um, but yeah. So Waka Flocka, Waka flaka He apparently he's like a gamer. He apparently he's a super super smart dude, number one because he's making money off gaming. Number two, he endorsed trompitas. uh some would argue like he just wants cloud because he has this big gaming competition coming up and they refuse to believe that a minority could think for themselves and and just look at the facts of like we were safer, we were more prosperous, you know what I mean, on pretty much every level.
1: Well, that's the funny thing is that they call him racist and they're doing that whole thing. But like black people are like endorsing him. Minorities are endorsing him a lot more. Except food's gone wild.
0: Because they have not gotten the memo. They're still stuck on identity politics. They're like, we're against lames and we're against racists. It's like you voted for one, you dummy.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of funny that the people calling him racist, like a lot of it
0: is like white people. Like
1: he's racist. It's like mm.
0: oh, the white liberals. Oh, I don't know, man. Like the the Rachel Maddow's with the little boy I haircut. Know.
1: I don't know. Whenever he was having <laughs> it when he when he went to when he was going into jail, like there was all those you know people protesters and stuff. They were wearing certain shirts and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Those
1: fire shirts. Remember the fire shirts? They were like, like. Talking about, Poach. we stand with Trump. We stand with Trump.
0: Remember? Oh, said, okay. Because yeah. you said protesters. Yeah, it threw me up. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. What are they
1: called? I, what do you call those people? Uh, those are like protesting. Like, oh, free Trump.
0: You, oh, they're protesting yeah, the, the injustice. Yeah, there the you go. injustice. There you go. I feel you, bro. I'm slow this morning. I'm a little groggy. I know y'all hear it. Uh, but that, that's super you're, cool.
1: You're used, you're used to hearing the word protester and thinking, hmm, like, like the, the white liberals, not, not like the other kind of protesters.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we associated with. It's that, just, a, but they were also pro Trump. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they were like supporting Trump yeah. while while protesting the injustice that they yeah, were we seeing.
1: We stand with Trump. I should free him now. That's I mean, our president. Dude,
0: there was a. There's another female rapper. Uh, her name is Sexy Red. I think is her name. But she's I think from like Memphis or something. She's popping. She's blowing up, and um you know she part of that. You know, bad B mentality. You know, the new yeah. Ratchet, the stuff that Lil' Kim started showing her torta all on the poster. And then Nicki Minaj got her stuff always hanging out. Megan Thee Stallion always twerking. Mm. All, all, all on the lens. All on Instagram. All up in the video. All with the, with the, with the, uh, <laughs> got on the what you call, all in the lens. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Putting all that haram out there. All the haram. All the haram. All uh, Nicki Minaj. Uh, all these little chicks, man. Um, Ice Spice and uh, Jenny Sixty Nine. Haram with the double D. Haram Sixty Nine. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, but but sexy red. She. She also uh, had a little viral clip where she was being interviewed by somebody, and she basically was like, I like Trump. You know, she's like, you know, he cool. <laughs> like, he about money and whatever else she said. Like, she's like, I think he's funny. He's honest. Like, he's transparent. He's likable. He's honest in his own way. And I know the legacy media, both sides included. That's Fox News as well, owned by the Australians. Um They were probably losing their shit Because they're trying to push They can't wait to push Ron DeSantis Or somebody else Who ain't Trump Who ain't populist Who ain't ultra mega mega And so they're probably like No, we're tired of these rappers and minorities Thinking for themselves Lil Wayne, Kodak Black That's why I started being more vocal On Twitter and Periscope Because Lil Wayne had already endorsed And I'm like Oh, the coast is clear We good Nope. Nope. <laughs> not not for you. <laughs> not for you, little boy. Oh, uh, but yeah, man. Um, just for that, all the conservatives, all the uh, the you know the populists, America First people are gonna be jamming. <laughs> it's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Speaking uh, of rappers, man.
1: Yeah. So I saw this thing with Drake. It was like a little video, and I was like, man, that's a weird. That's the weirdest intro i had ever seen at a concert and i was like hey man what are you trying to say here drake like yeah yeah so check this clip out drake reveal his secrets or selling his soul in his concert it starts with him sitting on a bed as a young teenager going up on his favorite shows like family matters and fresh Pints of balair we then see the transition into stardom where we see his role in degrassi After that he goes to bed, still a young teenager, the lights turn off and there's a spotlight. Jumping and flying and dancing around the spotlight is this shadow demon looking figure. Starts to fly around him, and multiple different spirits are spawned, creating a circle which eventually creates a portal.
0: and out of the portal the spirits made comes out drake all right what you think about it so here's my take um when you have a mega pop star like a global pop star and they're producing a stadium tour uh what what leads into it for the most part besides rehearsals and coming up with the branding and 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 what cities and all that is piecing together your show with like some kind of really cool dramatic intro. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's mana or aventura, they're f- trying to figure out how they're gonna step on the scene, how they're gonna be revealed. Um, even taking your kids to go see Belly Beto or something, they're gonna have some kind of theme. So apparently Drake chose to this is how I took it, bro. Everybody knows he he's like half Jewish, raised by his mom in Toronto, Jewish household, right? Um and i feel like he was kind of saying like hey hey now let's not forget i also watched fresh prince you know what i mean like i know y'all know me as the nickelodeon guy even though he's past that he's already like proven like hey bro you got enough bars to have some street cred you know you you know you're a little goofy to some people (laughs) some of the street hood people can't get past of just just how like awkward he is at times Mm -hmm. um or his uh, wearing berets, bur- bur- what do you call them? Some of his style choices, the
1: raspberry berets. Yeah,
0: berets. The little, oh, the little my best. cositas para las niñas. I was about, uh, the chonguitos. What was name? Uh, Prince. Prince. Yeah. Raspberry beret. <laughs> can you find it at a second and stop... <clears throat> yeah, I need to wake up. So look, bro. So apparently, we just finished seeing this. Sh- is that a human? Is that a hologram? So, so he That's says a, it's actor? Peter is,
1: Pan or something. But it come, but it looked like a little demon
0: thing. The little thing that was flying and around. And Then
1: after it turns into like Peter Pan, but like it looked like a demon at it first. It was a shadow of shadow first. like a thing with horns.
0: Yeah, and think about how that is contrasted with like Kanye's branding, mm-hmm. like some of the stuff he he did that's what makes Kanye such an amazing artist is because like his range of like knowing how to spark emotion and having an artistic angle so a lot of times when I see artists do questionable stuff you kind of got to look at look at it through the lens of like okay is Travis Scott really a devil worshiper or is he just into this like rodeo theme one year, and then this carnival theme the other year, and he's like, let's fucking rage, and he likes to fucking stage dive, and mm-hmm. he likes having his crowd all packed up in. So yeah, you gotta look at it through that lens too, like, okay, maybe Drake's creative director was like presenting an idea, but at the same time, it's like, bro, meanwhile, Kanye would have had all white lights, people dressed in white, like, choir, like, hitting different chords and different notes, instead of the Dark gangster demon of the 808s, and I mean, I love hip hop, but sometimes I try to be mindful of what spirits I invite into my home. So I'll try to flood it out when I am being conscious, and I do feel like waking up with like gospel music, especially on Sundays, like always on Sundays. But like today, I was bumping some, just to kind of like, almost like sage mm-hmm. to like, okay, you don't bump the little 21 Savage too, bro. Like you gotta offset it with some Fred Hammond. And mix it up, little Kirk Franklin.
1: Mm-hmm. So what What most people are thinking, I, mean, I don't know if you got the contrast because some of y'all watched it. It's like you're seeing him grow up. You're seeing him watch this thing. And then you see him, how he was on Degrassi and how he was getting his fame and then how it was coming up. He went to sleep. And, then, sh- and all of a sudden, it, people are like saying like, well, maybe he made a deal with the devil. We're coming up. And then now Drake comes up. You know what I mean? That's, that's the whole imagery of the whole thing. But they're saying, like, no, it's like Peter Pan. And oh, you know. No, it's like a dream world and I don't know.
0: But it just looked yeah. a little weird to be like And also too though, also too though, bro. Some people who make content for TikTok and YouTube, right. they're like looking at everything. It's like sometimes they're just reaching. Like you just be like you just throwing up the H or something, they're like ah demonic symbolism. He's clearly a Mason. You know, he he clearly made a deal with the devil. And it's like not literally. It's like maybe they're just a little ratchet
1: maybe
0: yeah but but the I, I think in summary i will say this i would encourage major artists like drake to be more mindful and conscious and sensitive to how things may be perceived like like somebody should have, like if i was in this crew I would have raised my hand, and they probably would have told me, shut up, like, shut up, bro, we want to go viral. I would have said, hey, bro, the fact that it's just a dark shadow, it's a little creepy, and a lot of people are are mindful of spiritual warfare, and they're going to say this shit is uh, demonic, and you're just going to have to deal with that rumor when it comes out. And then they would have to be like, all right, so should we change the color of the shadow, or how do we make it less creepy? Maybe draw him more friendly and more whimsical, uh, you know, and not so because do you believe in shadowy demon spirits like that
1: uh i think i think there's a lot more weird stuff happening uh, like more recently than not that a lot more like mainstream hollywood people and a mainstream like artists are coming out and actually pushing a more satanism type of stuff and so when i see something like this where it's like a major guy who's putting something like that out there and let's just say like he, he doesn't do this that often because i think what his title thing is like six or something and oh six cut, six yeah, six yeah, yeah, i think, it has, that to, I think shit. it has to do
0: with like toronto's area code right he
1: can say whatever he wants yeah. but what yeah. i'm saying is is like when this is being pushed and let's just say you have a kid a young kid that maybe followed him uh like my daughter Degrassi, yeah. mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like huh oh wow that's oh mom you know it's it's like the little again the little foothills we talk about where it's like the frequency well he's he's this this whole time and then all of a sudden he switches up where it's like okay now this is what i'm into this is what it is and it's like well i mean that's the one thing but it's fine like i I followed him for my whole career forget it and then all of a sudden now now they're like i'm affirming it it's cool and Mm -hmm. now we're listening to different things while he while you can like like now that he's like famous, like more famous, like he's already broken out and been famous forever. Now it's like okay, now you have this big fan base. Now there's a sense of responsibility because at the- at some point now you have the masses. Now what are you going to do with it? And when you have some people that get on a massive stage and either proclaim Christ or whatever, and I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying. If you're not proclaiming that and you just want to be about the music and stuff like that, that's cool, too. But then when you go out of your way to, like, make little symbolisms or even say, like, like, or even have anything where it's demonic, it's like, well, you're kind of proclaiming that then. And, and everybody else is just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, that's literally, like, what you're doing. like. You know how some people are like, man, why do they always gotta talk about Jesus? Like so at the end of their, like at the end of their fights or whatever. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like some of them like roll their eyes, like okay, dude. And oh, you could just talk about the fight, okay? But then when you don't do either one of those, but you're over here now, you're like on the major stage, and now you're like, you know, we're going like highway to hell or whatever it is. You're mm-hmm. proclaiming that, <clears throat> you know yeah. and, I, and I know, I know, some people are like, well, you know, why are you reaching? They're reaching. It's like I mean,
0: it's it's. Ahead. It's it's there's different levels of discernment and there's different sensitivities to stuff like this. And even as we mature, you start looking at like like for example, um, I mean hell, 36 Mafia had some really like jamming ass dark shit <laughs> that was a little sinister. Um there was a lot of like really dark genre artistic expression where it's kind of like horror core they used to be a rap group called the grave diggers and mm-hmm. that shit was jamming like a motherfucker but um yeah, gangsta nip it was like i think he invented like houston he was like a pioneer of like horror core rap of just very edgy lyrics or whatever mm-hmm. um however you know i once you start looking at things through the filter of this check this out why is it that popular um popular music and you could get specific with like let's just yeah. say r&b right where it's like the delphonics or you had earth wind and fire it was like nah, dee, nah. And, and uh you know uh maze uh, happy feelings in the end. it's musicians and they're dancing and they're not saying nothing crazy it's just like in a window you you like a woman and you want to have a good time mm-hmm. and there's not these dark frequencies of We some head busts. We some ATL, ho. You know what I mean? And you you get in the trance and you literally be thinking like, and then there's alcohol involved. So you're really like touching people in a way where you're like, bitch, I'm glad I got my blicky. And now you done caused some shit. So once you look at it through the filter of why is it that we went from. Uh, maze or you know earth wind and fire or whatever and all of a sudden it starts leaning towards gangsta, 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 negative, negative, less conscious rap, less exposure for like the teachers and uh like you know, KRS one and public enemy or whoever's being trying to be conscious, it's just dark 808 snares. High has a lot of these young rappers coming up. I'll go and like peep game and research and a lot of the bars are just like like the way they structure their verses it's like, okay, I'm gonna put a couple lines in there as to what kind of gun we gonna shoot you with, and then I'm gonna describe my shooter. Like I got you know, a young shooter, bigger with the, and he ain't scared. And I put a, I put a twenty ball on your head, but it will get you, you know, have his mama crying at the, you know, and it's like, damn, those are bars. So now think about, think about what happened to where, why did the music change so much? There's a famous quote. It might be in the Bible, if I'm not mistaken, where it's like whoever controls the music controls the people. I don't know if that rings a bell. But like on some culture war shit, there's rumors that some of our intelligence agencies got involved with the artistry and were basically like, hey, man, I need you to keep pushing about this drugs, these pimping, keep disrespecting women. Promote the gang shit. But
1: mm-hmm. it's it's like a form of hypnosis because like with the beats and everything else, you keep a phrase in your. It's almost like a mantra in your head. You could like if you get if you get stuck with something stuck in your head, those are words you're literally saying to yourself. So like if we look at the state of a lot of people right now, and it's probably going really deep, but like the talk in your head is very important. If you have negative self-talk, you're going to be a negative person. If you have, like, that's why there's probably so much anxiety now and depression and all this stuff. It's because literally, like, stuff you're saying in your head is like, it's a melody, but it's like, I fucking hate myself. Like, whatever it is, it's It's like, you're literally keeping it in your head all the time at the forefront, Uh singing stupid shit. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you literally don't know that you're saying negative stuff because you're saying it with a happy beat. But really... You're not, there's nothing, there's nothing empowering about some of the stuff. So when when I'm saying that, like, I, I understand the whole culture thing and things like mm-hmm. that. But, like, we've gone from a, a place where there was a lot more music that was good. And, and there was a lot more positive messages out there back in the day. To now we're here to where it's like, it's all we have and all we see and all that's out there. It's all I pushed. And yeah. so it's just all the noise now of just, like, negative everywhere. It's like it's like that's not helpful to anybody like it's it's coming to a point where it's like now if you want to be like different like literally you could make a positive song or something and it's like oh my god that's crazy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. but like in in this whole climate of like you started one way and then you change it up and become a little bit more darker now you're like keeping that up there now and like it's kind of i think yeah. it's a little foothold i mean
0: let, uh, let, let me foothold. end it with this question yeah, yeah. and y'all let me know in the comments uh we went normally we keep these public episodes 30 minutes uh because we got to save all the good stuff for the patrons man patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales yeah. uh, if you want to enter the chingo verse but let me end it with this question has beyonce ever done like a gospel song or a song about the lord I'm no, curious. but she's
1: on the flight list.
0: Oh, oh damn. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk more about that. That's the hook. Come on over to the Patreon. Get on the Discord, and we'll see you there. Uh, uh, patrons, they get a bonus episodes. So if you want more of this, go holler at us, man. <laughs> Peace.